Well, Dad, the sofa's here. That's perfect, Richard Hammond. You've always got my best interests at heart and you always know what you're doing. What about me? Oh, Lewis, Lewis, you're doing great stuff too and all, you know, but I mean, Richard in particular is going overdrive, making sure my campaign goes as smoothly as possible and the dedication he's been showing has been fantastic. But my one hasn't. <laughs> just, just the fact that I was hosting all this little sing dig, that sort of thing, you know, trying to make sure that you came up best with the, the Prime Minister's questions and all that sort of thing, debate and that sort of thing, but oh no, let's give all the praise to Richard. Lewis, Lewis, I have deep regard for you too, okay, Lewis, but please, please, calm down. You know Richard has got a lot on his plate, and he's doing the great stuff for me. <laughs> Just great. <laughs> he's a better hubba bubba than me. I mean, Lewis, you are a lawyer. When the time comes that I need someone to back me up in the law courts, you're going to be the one to do it, okay? But Richard's got the power of the paper, the power of the written word, and he's been using it ever so successfully. You both have been doing a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, who's our server for today? It's Toby McHale. Toby McHale, can we trust him? What do you mean? Ah, you know what I mean. He's fine, he hasn't said a word at all. He's just, you know, looking quite sipping sloppy, you know, driving you around. I think it'd be perfect to do so. Well, okay, if you say so. Toby better not breathe a word. This is private, confidential, political stuff we're talking about. Very highbrow. I mean, Toby, doesn't sound like, look like he's highbrow. Anyway, let's go on our crest. Now, Toby, do you know where we're going? Yes, sir. I briefed him all, father. That's good, that's good. <laughs> Senator Hammond has got to be speaking at some what, women's fellowship meeting or something like that. Yes, you know, at the church, at the Graceville Church. I thought they don't do politics with that silly little Kevin Davis. Well, I've managed to squeeze you in. Do they know that I'm coming? Well, no. Well, <laughs> I bet Nanny Prescott will be all so shocked when we're there. That lady, I can't believe sees one. Well, she's in it, apparently she's put in it by Carol Ballard, according to what she was saying. Um, gentlemen, do you want to hear um, the latest news report? What's the latest news report? Well, I'll put it on the radio. Thank you, Toby, thank you. Hi, this is Bob, and this is Jim, and we are here talking about the new revelations. Yes, we are. The race for politics, nine ends up becoming eight, as it is indeed, Mr. Winshaw is now out. Yes, he is. He has the lowest votes that we have been revealed during the first round of these voting proceedings, which seems that are never going to end. But that's perfect for us. Isn't it right, Bob? Isn't it right, Jim? Yes, indeed. I mean, at least we do not have the racist now on the candidates for people to vote for. Seems like no one really wanted to vote for him and his white snake power party thing. I think it's the White Snakes Party. The Power Party is Louis Long, who's still in there. Oh, okay, even so. We just so are so relieved that we don't have to deal with him anymore. Well, you can turn it off now, Toby. <laughs> At least I'm in for the running still. Do you think they'd reveal who's in the lead? Uh, apparently not. I've been looking and so forth and through the paper and all, and the fact is they only reveal who is the, got the least votes of that week in terms of voting, and therefore are out of the running. It's a very weird way we're doing the election, isn't it? Well, I suppose so. Well, I've got to put people in the palm of my hand, though, and I think this is going to be a cakewalk, and... Oh! Darby, please, keep that car together. There's a bump in the road. Yes, sorry, sir. Now, as we say... Oh! Toby, what road are you going down? Sorry, sir, this is just the road where it goes. Okay, but still, I want. Oh! All these bumps and. What? Wait, 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 Toby, stop the car! Sorry, sir, I mean. Well, I'm, I don't mean about the bumps. I mean, you're gonna run down that random lady in the pink dress who's right in front of you. Oh, yeah, she looks like she wants our attention anyway. 
What's he, what's he gonna be doing? Oh, hello, Senator Hyman. I'm assuming this is Richard and this is Lewis Hyman. How are you all? And who in the world are you? <laughs> I'm Joni Cross. I thought it'd be um, perfect if we have a little conversation here. Uh, conversation here, We're in the car. Yes, um, so if you can keep driving, um, of course. No, 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 wait, stop the car. No, don't give me another bump, Toby. Goodness me, what kind of person you do driving this car? Now, what are you wanting? Well, Senator Hyman, I think I have some information of issues revealed will be very shocking. Do you indeed? Absolutely. I mean, one whiff of this going into your, your enemy's hands and, well, it could be game over for your political aspirations. <laughs> I've got this. It's like a cakewalk in the park. There's no one who can even come up against me. Especially got Cantonese Wallow and all that sort of thing. So <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. Really? Well, I have a tape recorder here of Lewis Hyman and Richard Hyman stuck in a bin as they're trying to find out words on the street about you. And they revealed all about their plans. In fact, what you were doing, rigging the debate and all, and the paper and all sorts. And I mean, if this is given with of the you actually admitting that you are rigging this election for your hand, well, it could be ever so disastrous. Richard Lewis, you didn't say stuff like that, did you? Well, look, Richard, it was all your fault. The son that you think's all the greatest, huh, Dad? He was the problem kept on talking and talking. So were you, Lewis. Come on. Uh, but I'm just saying, you were told you want us to be stuck in the bin so we get more information, we can spin it so we make sure that you win the election. I'm telling you. So you literally revealed our plan to this silly lady right here. Well, she was not there, was she? I wasn't there in body. But I was there in spirit, and my table recorder will prove that is the case. Now, all I need to do is give to either Olivia Graham Neptune, or Nanny Prescott, or anyone for that matter, and uh, your campaign will be game over. So, what do you want to do? Why are you showing us this information then? You want us to be ruined? No, I just want you to serve the purposes to who I work for. Oh, and who do you work for? The Almighty. No, Senator Hyman, why would I do such a thing? Like you, I don't have time for such religious frivolities. No, I work for Mr. Fortunum. Mr. Fortunum. The Mr. Fortunum. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Money Man. Mr. Money Man, that's putting it politely. I mean, he makes P.K. Simmons' wealth dwindle in comparison. I mean, he is a business mover and shaker, everybody was one. And unlike P.K. Simmons, who's ruined his reputation from doing the news or whatever, he is seen as the higher money. Many think that he has control of the entire world, the way that he's got so much money in pocket and so forth. Well, I work for him. Okay, and what is this all going to cost you? Well, I know pretty much that you are going to win. And in fact, I think I can spin it on and help people to make sure you have that winning edge for you to win. But only if you will serve my employer, Mr. Fortunum's um, prospects and his ideas. However, if this is not going to be something that takes place, 
Well, we will ruin you in a matter of seconds. Now, I had thought about doing something similar with Nanny Prescott, backing her and using her credentials and so forth to see that we get forward in this time. But one minute when I went up to see her, I knew she was not going to be up for our interest. A, she's got something called morals down the way, and B, she's also got something to the fact that she can never win an election. Who would want some screaming old lady at the front of the line in terms of leading the country into nowhere. No. You have got the pulse, though, Senator Hyman, with your rigging stuff and all. But I just want to make it entirely clear that you would be working for our benefit instead of your own. It'd be in your best interest to do so. So what, you just mean that I no longer have the wheel power, but it's Mr. Fortune has the power? Indeed. I mean, let's be fair. He always had the wheel power. There's another bump in the road. Toby, would you please mind the road? Sorry, sir. Yes, this is a bump in the road indeed. Be more so if you do not, well, fulfill our requirements and make sure you see things our way. And what exactly is our way? I won't reveal that, as my employer will not allow me to do so, until the right time. Right now, I think it's perfectly fair that we should win you the election. Oh, and you've got that little recording always with you, dangling around me. Yes, both as a card and a stick, as you can say. Yes. Now, will this be a problem at all? Not from my end, Richard Lewis. No, not for me, not for me, Dad. No, we are always by your corner anyway. What about your little sofa man here? Oh, he hasn't heard anything. Come on, leave the room, the windows are, you know. The way the windows work is basically, unless I shout and so forth, he can't hear what I'm saying. It's fine. It's secret and he can certainly be trusted. You think so? Yeah, because he doesn't know anything, does he? <laughs> That's good. Now, where are you off to? We're off to the women's fellowship, trying to get their vote. <laughs> this might be interesting to observe. I might come and join you. Toby, what are you doing here? Oh, hi, Jake. Um, I'm a sofa for Senator Hyman. You work for the enemy? Um, I'm working for Senator Hyman, yes, sir. I didn't know until today. Um, why are you doing it? Well, I'm just waiting here for Deb, because Deb was doing the women's fellowship stuff, that sort of thing, and, you know, we're going to go out for lunch on that after. Do you want to come along? No, I've got to try Senator Hyman. You okay? You, uh, you look rather pale. More than usual, I mean. I know you're white and all, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, Jake, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. We got ketchup and stuff and all. And, uh, it's, uh, it's okay, I think there's Deborah there anyway. Oh, yes, yes, I'll go and talk to her. Well, Toby, you, you all right? Yeah? Y you sure? I mean, you could tell me anything, right? You know that, yeah? Um, but there's some things one can't say. Okay, you keep to yourself then. Hey, Debra, let's get going. Oh, Mr. Fortunum. Yes. <laughs> He's all going swimming. He totally agrees. And uh, yeah, the Hymans are brothers on board with their father. No, no one else heard. There was just some sofa in the front, but I don't think he heard anything. Well, don't worry, Mr. Fortunum. If he did, and if he reveals anything, he will be. No longer a problem. What do I mean? 
do I need to spell out to you, Mr. Fortuna? You know I get results for you. And you know what I will do is make sure he doesn't breathe a word. How can I ensure that? Well, death can kind of ensure that he will breathe no word through anyone. Besides, why are you even talking about this? He doesn't know anything, okay? We're just driving a car. It's all cool. We have it all at hand, Mr. Fortuna. So I can't reveal anything, or I'm gone. Oh boy, what do I do? This really is a bump in the road. You've been listening to What's Going On in Grassland. I'm the Crash Show, Thomas Taylor. Thank you so much for coming aboard, and thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, the election season is heating up now, so let's see, continue to find out in the next few um, weeks and all who is, in fact, going to be running the country in the Grass Valley universe. So whenever there's books you can buy, you can see below the description. We get new volumes coming out, and also keep your eye out for that. But until next time, bye-bye for now.